Welcome back, guys. You know, it's been a, I don't know, it feels like the last week or so has been kind of weird. But, you know, other than that, we have recorded and uh, we're back here again recording another episode. And I just love uh, doing this thing. How how you doing, guys? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing great. Nice to see you again, Mike. Nice to see you again, Louis. Frankie? Nice to see you, fucks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Someone's had a little aggressive week there. You want to talk about it? No, I don't. No, you sure? I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Just want to wake you guys up. Anything going on with your life? No. Wings. I mean, last time we were friends, now we're fucks. Yeah, you guys are fucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, fucks. I mean, that's how you guys. You got. That's why you guys are here, right? I I guess. I Look, if you can't call your friend a fuck, are you even friends? <laughs> right. Fuck it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's how I like to yeah. look at it. Like, if you can't address your friend as a fuck or a bitch or. Yeah, you know, whatever else you asshole, mushroom like, ass, like, whatever you know. Are you even friends? <laughs> I mean, I'm prefer Mike, but you know, if that if well, push comes to shove, right? It's uh, asshole Mike. It's an equivalent. Is it? Is it? Really? It's the same exchange rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe so. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. We're uh, we're here doing another episode of Much About Something. I'm Mike. I'm Lewis. Frankie. And uh, we're here to give you some more uh, random entertainment and uh, see what we come up with. Today on this episode, this episode is going to be an interesting one. It will, yeah. it will. And with that said, uh, I have a, a special guest here. Uh, you do my 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 uh, good friend Caleb here. Say hello. Hey, what's up? You there? Is hey, here? Hey, you know? Let me let me give him a little. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, he's kind of joining in. Nothing, nothing particular in minds. We're just kind of like you know, just diving in, and you know kind of seen how this one goes a little bit uh yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna just see where it goes uh we didn't really necessarily have an a plan for this episode there's so always much. a plan uh he kind of just showed up and we're like hey you want to record all you right know. let's do this yeah let's do this we're yeah. in a couple drinks and kind of having some fun you know so we're, we just thought you know it'd be what better to, to to record not all podcasts have to be uh, planned out you know Mm. Not all of them. Nah, not all of them. Not We're all spontaneous all like that. Yeah. So we, we we might have a little spontaneous little episode here and there, you know. So I it, agree. it works out. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I like it. No. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Now, you know, Lewis. What? Mike? Tell me about your week. Uh. Your own. Uh, let me let me predict. Yeah. Um. You've worked a lot. It's kind of the same. Kind of boring. Oh, uh, not it's, interesting. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, just work and hang out with the fiance, and that's about it. Oh, and I guess we're making some plans, but well, really, what kind of plans? I'll I'll tell you guys off the air. But mm. yeah, we don't want to hear the naughty plans. No, you don't want to hear those. <laughs> no. no, we're we're cool on that. So oh, it's between you and her. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you anything about that anyway, so it's cool. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I might tell Caleb, <laughs> but not you. <laughs> what? After all we've been through. I'm like, I just met him, but I'm probably going to tell yeah. him and not you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't it's know. okay. Rain's yeah. over. Oh, yeah. That, that rain is finally Fucking over. Fucking crazy, right? Three days? You know, I, we need rain more than ever. But wasn't it worse last year at the beginning of the year when it was like three oh, months yeah. straight, just yeah. nonstop rain? And it was pretty bad. Yeah. That. It's funny how us Californians complain about rain when we need it so much. And yet we're still in a drought, right? Mm, I don't we? think we'll ever get out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and we, we were horrible at driving in the rain as well. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, we're, we're that, bad. that first day, I remember that first day <laughs> that it started raining here, uh, I think it was, what, like last week? Uh, I leave at 5 in the morning for work, and right away, first thing I see, accident. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there we go. <laughs> it's probably like a BMW or, t- or Tesla, right? I don't remember <laughs> what it was, uh, but yeah, definitely and the whole back end was just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Seems but, like people that drive those cars are pretty aggressive. What kind of cars? Tesla or uh, BMWs. You yeah. think so? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Or they're Prius drivers, for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure what it is. It's I don't know. You just, you're just jealous that they have a better car than you do. No, not at all. Don't lie. Gas, dude, to fix a BMW? No, Tesla. Uh, those are precision vehicles, man. Those require. No. They're not that great. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I, I, I I saw something on, and I don't know, maybe 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 you'll be a believer in ghosts now, but maybe it's all fake, right? Oh, boy. So, you know, as we know, episodes and episodes back where Frankie like doesn't believe in ghosts, doesn't I believe don't. in spirits. Still uh, don't. That was Still one of don't. the October episodes, right? But yeah, th- there was yeah. this one uh, like Instagram short where I watched and there, there was this, these dudes that were like, hey, we're driving in a Tesla in a cemetery. Wait, did you I, see I've that? S- I've seen that. Where yeah. they drive and like basically yeah. the Tesla can see if anybody's in front of them and wow. they're driving and like they have the, they have their camcorder on Dude. and there's nothing in front of them and like some like person walks in from on their little video like shows like, you know, a person walking like the, what do you call it? Like a, a robotic figure or a whatever. Little silhouette. Shows, mm-hmm. A little silhouette of a person walking, but there's no one in front of them. They're Dude. like, Dude, you see that? It's like the middle of the night. Where did you see this? YouTube? Uh, on Instagram. Oh, it must be real then. It's got to be real. I want to say that I have seen the same videos and because there's a few of them. And I think it might have something to do with the sensors on the actual Teslas. Like they may be just triggered by random movement. So even if there was, I don't know, something moving in front of it. But isn't it a ghost? I, ghost? I mean... Look, will uh, it catch it, a ghost? It, yeah, will it? I mean, will it? It's a what? fucking soul or spirit, I, I, whatever I, I, it is, right? I think it'll catch an actual, like, a whole, like, uh, like almost like a human form. Like, I think Tesla's only attract that type of... Um, but I would Try to recognize I would that. imagine that whatever it's... it's The way it tracks it, for example, like these, uh, these binoculars that you can see in the dark, it's all, like, the body's warmth, right? The temperature. Um, that, that, I think that's infrared, Do you own a Tesla? Yeah, so then... Yeah. A ghost doesn't have any kind of fucking, I don't know, body warmth. So they, how they is have, it? They have cold, they're, they're right? They're non-corporeal, so yeah, it makes sense. So, so then how radar can, detection, too. But it's still not warm. So you, you, know? think, you think the Teslas only identify warm? They don't... No, no. When I'm, no, I don't know anything about Teslas. Neither do I, but you claim you do right now. Apparently. No, no, I'm talking about in general. <laughs> Ghosts or fucking spirits, whatever. The exorcist, whatever, you know? Ah, join us. Like, it's, yeah, it's just like, how could it read it if it's a fucking ghost, supposedly? <laughs> you know, speaking of Teslas, have you guys seen the, the, the Cybertrucks out and about? No. Okay, so now they're, they're officially released. And already there's people complaining about them. Because the, the, they're all stainless steel construction on the exterior. Mm-hmm. It's mm. all the panels on the like outside. 50 style kind of like... I, I think they were going for like the DeLorean kind of look. <laughs> what? Yeah. Gotta so go back in time. Psh, fucking doors. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to get one of those. But there, there's an issue already because people are complaining that like it's already having issues with rust. Um, oh, really? The stainless steel panels, uh, they're big time fingerprint magnets. Uh, where, Where is this? Also, uh, uh, rain can discolor it as well. Where is the material? Where is the material manufactured? Stainless steel? 
No, like Eastville in, in general, like the the what you're speaking of right now. Where's all that all the material that makes this? I I don't know where they're sourcing this stainless steel from. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking. You're talking about Tesla. I thought you were an expert. No, fuck no, not even close. They have to pull up the label and like. Made I drive in, a Toyota, made you, in China. So, you know, made in China, which is a good car. Yeah, it's a great car. You can't beat Honda or Toyotas. You really can't. Yeah. I own a Honda. Proud owner. I think mine was made in Canada. So yeah, yeah. whatever. Where well, it was, it was made, still, so yeah. Toyota. It was manufactured in. Assembled in, in Canada. Canada. Assemble, assembled in Canada. Probably the parts are made in Mexico. Well, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I true. wouldn't doubt it. No, that's no, I'm true. serious. Yeah. That's one hundred percent. Volkswagen is, I think, right? Um, I think, yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. well, here's the thing. I think the way that it works out is like this the engine itself is made in Japan, but the car itself is assembled. Right. It right. can be assembled in Canada, US, or Mexico. Right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Speaking was, of the I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you. You first. You you big beard, go. Well, big beard. <laughs> Big beard, pirate beard. No, I, I was gonna say to add on that I saw like you know back in the not back in the day, but like even when I was like Super Nintendo was big, I remember seeing like the back of the cartridge saying like "Made in Mexico." Really? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah the cartridge is itself, like, but I'm sure it's it's made. So give me a Modelo. Yeah, the plastic is made in Mexico. <laughs> right? The game is made in Japan. Right, pretty much. Yeah, it says uh, "Wait, Modelo time." Have you, have you fucking opened it up inside? It's Modelo like time. Modelo time, yeah. Mario. When you buy a twelve pack of Modelo, you get a discount. Fucking <laughs> a free video game. game. Yeah, free game. For like a hundred cases of beer you buy, you get a free video game. That's how you so make drunks. We were talking about the the DeLorean, right? If you could go back in time, where would you guys go? Oh, what decade? You know that that oh shit. And what would you do, knowing what you know now? Hmm. Um, I would go back into the eighties. I guess. Nice. What would you do? Yeah. Like why the eighties? Well, why would you um, go back there? You weren't even alive yet. Uh, so I would. You're still serving your dad's nuts. I think in the eighties, right? You know. Well, then I would go back to <laughs> September of nineteen eighty-five. Cuddly in a size like oh. Nineteen eighty-five. Why nineteen eighty-five? September of nineteen eighty-five, and I would make sure that I end up in Mexico. So I can meet up with my dad and be like, hey, let's go have a drink. So that way they don't conceive. And I'm never born. Oh, yeah. Wait, you died, right? Wait, didn't we have this conversation? <laughs> yeah, that'd be did you die one time? Uh, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There'd be some back to the future shit for sure. Like, he's so, all vanishing that's in the considered photo. a paradigm. Is it not a paradigm? It's uh, a paradox. Paradox. Yeah, paradox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I believe that's the grandfather paradox. Yeah. So that wouldn't take. So you would you disappear? Would, would but, you disappear? But if then that was again, the case? if you do something like that, if if that's how time travel really works, then you technically were never born. So therefore, you could have never gone back in time. Right. Yeah. So mm. yeah. So then, Back to the Future, Marty, Marty McFly. What's his name? Yeah. Marty McFly. So that's all false. Uh. So they they introduce <laughs> a new kind of time travel paradox, uh, where. What is it like? They claim that it's linear, but it isn't linear. It's it's something different now. It's parallel. Don't look at me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Do you guys remember what are, the are you what the theory was? There's many theories when it comes to time travel. I think you're chicken. So there's parallel uh, time travel. There's linear. There's non-linear. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You're chicken. Yeah. Why the fuck am I a chicken? You're a chicken. Why am I a chicken? Are you chicken? No, well, you're you chicken. That Nobody calls me I'm chicken. Trying to see, I'm trying Back to see. To the future. I'm trying Nobody to see calls tri- me chicken. You know where that's from, go. though, right? Where did, where did that come from, though, originally? It wasn't Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Rebel Without a Cause. James Dean. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. See, I'm not old enough to know that, so. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, I am, Pretty so I was there up. when it was being filmed. Yeah. yeah. I bet you were. He kind of <laughs> looked like James Dean when he was younger. Got the director's cut, huh? That's a director's cut, yeah. Mexican James Dean. 
So Mexican James Dean, and what yeah. would that be? Jaime <laughs> James Dean. Jaime Dino. Jaime Dino. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho bueno. You know, Frankie's always had that Rockabella look style, like you know, always, uh, it's, Dude, it's I, there's nothing fucking about me that says Rockabilly. Uh, well, you had years your, back. Years yeah, you back. had your you had your your jeans like cuffed up like many years ago. Thing. I did used to. Yeah, that was sure. a nature's best, dude. I know. Uh, years ago, I said, yeah, yeah. Still, that totally seemed right. like hey, hey, we we all go through changes. Okay, yeah. I never said anything was bad about that. I'm not putting you down, man. You're you're who you are. All right. So where would you go, Mike? Where would I go? Yeah. Uh, fuck, dude. That's there's so many, a timeline of so many places I'd go. I don't know. Um, I don't know anywhere, anywhere. Well, Jeez. just to just to end mine, I would go to the '80s only because I feel like that's a cool like decade. It really is. But, but yeah. where? Like, it, like, it looks like it was a fun decade. It really was. If you were to time but, travel in the '80s and be like, psh, you popped out anywhere, any year of the '80s, like you just be where? Like, oh, I want to be in a supermarket now. No, this is con- you're controlled. Where are you going to be? What city? How what cool would it be month? to pop up in June twenty first, nineteen eighty six, and just see baby me? Like, someday you're going to grow up to be me. <laughs> I look at you. The and be baby's like, like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Jumps off a bridge. <laughs> I look rolls off the fucking bridge because it can't walk. You can't walk yet. <laughs> if I could time Crawl. travel back and see like you as a baby, I'd be like, "What a fucking ugly baby!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's like people think all babies are ugly. I mean, all cute, but they're not. They're not. <laughs> no, I would meet. I would babies. meet your parents. What show them a picture atrocity? of you. <laughs> yeah, and be like, "This is what your son's gonna look." <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, fuck. I think they already consummated yeah. before that. So. so he becomes a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> He's been lauded. <laughs> Al Qaeda. Yeah, He's, no. he starts a, a new faction. I think I would. I think I would literally time travel back to the start of like when the Nintendo era first was like big. It was not like nerd early eighties. I want to say that was eighty five. Yeah. Was it Nintendo the first Nintendo? No, it was in the 90s. What does that make? It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? You said the Nintendo era, right? That's what you said. Yeah, but no, the first Nintendo was the Nintendo Entertainment System. So what are you talking about? Uh, Famicom? No, Famicom and Nintendo came out at the same time, except Famicom was the Japanese version of Nintendo only released in Japan. Now, you know, Nintendo's been around for much longer than that, right? You know how the, what they initially started out as, right? Uh... Before they made game, game systems. I want to say microwaves, trading cards, uh, something along the lines. Yeah, I know. Uh, they no, I'm sorry, uh, not trading cards. Playing cards. They were playing cards. Nintendo playing cards. Nintendo playing cards. Really? Yes. yes. You, you know, I actually yeah. have a deck of playing cards that was a old school Nintendo that was a gift given to me a while ago, mm. and I never understood it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool, but then I understand. Yeah. So you're right. You're it goes right. Back to the history playing of uh, playing cards. Yeah. It's weird, and they branched off into video games. They need to. Uh, Most companies do that. Yeah. Take the capital of Atari. Atari was just, uh, yeah, it was a really sad con- concept. Either way, then again, yeah. you know, Nintendo was way more popular than Atari. So at the time, at the time, yeah, advanced, advanced. So you, you would, so, so going back to your gamer roots, you would go back to the Nintendo era. So that would be like what? What year? I mean, I was five in '85, but I mean, like as an adult now, going back, like to actually fully, fully uh, thoroughly enjoy like the era of everyone enjoying it and playing against them and competing, that'd be dope. So you would be Lewis. You said '85, Mike '85. Fuck. If you can ask me, I'll go to '85 too. Meet up with you guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how old were you in '85? 
I was born in 77, so I was a kid. Yeah. I don't fucking know what it is. No, so uh, you were seven, eight. Eight, yeah. yeah. Eight. Would we actually go back and like be able to like no, talk, we're, talk to ourselves? Well, we we know each other. Like we're still at the same age. We're going back in time. Hmm. So, yeah, we know what we know now. Yeah. So I'd see like seven-year-old Frankie and be like, hey, what's up, dude? Well, there'll be two of me. He like, be se- I'll be eight years old and then I'll be, or seven, eight, whatever. Then I'll be me at this This, this is age. before you knew English, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, ¿Qué? ¿Qué yeah. pasó? Like, Spanish hey. was my first language, yes. What's up, Frankie? ¿Cómo? I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> I'll start a band. You like, start a band. Algún yeah. día serás esto. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cabrón. Chinga tu madre. No mames, güey. No mames, güey. Well, you can say it at that age. You get punished, right? Can't punish myself. <laughs> Your parents will punish you, though. Mm. I mean, you can punish yourself, but yeah. that's a whole different story. For another day. Yeah. How about Charles. you, Caleb? He's like a sperm cell. He's he's like a sperm cell still inside. Which decade would you go to, or yeah, if you had a time travel? Which point in history would you time travel to? Uh, two thousand three, two thousand. Why? Really? Yeah, Hmm. this is the greatest part of my life for sure. I know, like the raves were fucking kicking back then, dude. Two thousand three. That was like the tail end of my like stopping raving because I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. I've never had so much fun. Get into it. I had so much fun. Nah. Trance, the techno, the house. I don't know. It's no, like house was good. I like listening to some of that music, but I I don't see myself being there for like eight hours just listening to that. No, no, it gets old after a while. Yeah, fuck haters. Twenty four hours listening to that. Shit. Well, see, that's why my playlist is like a little bit of everything, just so it doesn't yeah. go stale. Right. Oh. Yeah, I don't just stick with one genre. I go to several genres. You know, but there, there's other genres that really gravitate and like make you listen to it more than others, though, right? You agree, Caleb, right? I mean, oh, for sure. I mean, like, not everybody can love one genre. It's it's impossible. Yeah. No, and I, everyone has their favorite genre. Yeah. For sure. No, there yeah. are as, some. There are and some. And as you who, get older, you appreciate like a lot more oh, different absolutely. sounds or bands absolutely. than you did yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't cool to listen to those bands. Now you're like, I don't give a fuck. If I like it, I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. It's almost like the same thing like food, right? Like if you're going to eat food, you can't eat the same thing every day. So you got to be kind of versatile and try something different. You're going to get bored if you eat like steak and eggs all the time, right? I don't know about mm-hmm. steak. I mean, I could eat steak pretty much. Well, I mean, it, and right. if you're a real connoisseur of music, then you can go back in the archives and like Neil Young or oh, yeah. Stevie yeah. Wonder yeah. or, sure. you know, oh, yeah. all these yeah. other people right. that were here before us, you know, and their music go. lives on. He you knows know, music. Time and time. It's good. Yeah. Got to give this guy credit. How about time travel back to the 80s and hang out with uh, Rick James? Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out at malls, <laughs> fucking arcades. I don't know. Rick James? And of all yeah. people? Go hang out with Rick James, yeah. Yeah. Bill yeah. Murray? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray? <laughs> shit. Yeah, Bill I Murray. was thinking Whitney Houston. Whitney <laughs> Houston, damn. See, you guys are thinking of dudes and he's like female all the way. So, Hang out with Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Brown. I got Do the vibes for Maybe sure. Bobby Brown. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe David Hahn. Just be all coked up the whole time. <laughs> Depeche mode. That's why I go back. Depeche so. mode, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotta see them. In their, That'd in be good in the 80s. That'd be awesome. Huh? The Smiths. The Smiths. The Beatles. Beatles. Well, that's that's well, they weren't around. That's definitely, yeah, but yeah, but we can only time travel to one zone. So, if it's what would it be, the 80s or or the Beatles? That would be the Smiths' uh, first album, that would be the 90s for sure. Yeah, the Smiths would be the they started in 84, so the first album was 84, 85. So, that'd be dope. 
The Smiths. Mm-hmm. Favorite song? What's your favorite song in The Smiths? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Back to the Old House is a good one. Mm. There's, there's a bunch, honestly. About, Anything off of Meet His Murder is good. How Soon Is Now? It's, over, uh, it's overplayed. It's, over, yeah, overplayed. Kind of it's over, a little it's overplayed, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, even, even I like it, but at the same time, when it comes like, on, uh, like, if I never hear it again or listen to it for my rest of my life, I'm good. That's you know, how I feel about Welcome to the Jungle or uh, by Guns Sweet Rose. Child of Mine. Oh, definitely Sweet Child of Mine. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, next, next. But probably because you never had a moment with that song. Huh? That's true. That's probably it, true. It's not only that. It's just it's overplayed. Like mm-hmm. everybody plays it. Everybody. As soon as you you mention uh, Guns N' Roses, oh, that's their fucking default right there. It's like, there's so many other songs. I, I will never forget. And as it is for me, I don't care for Axl Rose's voice. Like, it's uh, just, uh, it's, I find I it irritating. Awesome. I like Guns N' Roses. Hater. The music's good, but it's the same thing with ACDC. Yeah. Like, the music's good, but the vocals fucking suck. I don't like him. I don't like uh, ACDC with Angus. I don't like him with either. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, they're just like, I don't get the appeal of the of the vocals. Why do they sound like that? And people were all for it. Well, I, I like you know, ACDC. When you're a fan, you're a fan, I guess. I, I don't guess. know. They're all cracked out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think for me, like, How Soon Is Now, I'll never forget that song. Ever. Is it the first time you jacked off? Really close, actually. (laughs) How do you you know? You came close, literally. (laughs) Pun intended, right? Pun big time intended. Uh, You remember that my buddy Bruce I told you about a long time ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, You mentioned it. So I just turned 18. And they're like, dude, let's go to a strip club. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. I was all nervous. I was all shy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like. So he went. Well, you kind of still don't. So yeah, that's not much has changed. Thank you, thank you for the enlightenment, Frankie. Thank you, thank you. And uh, we we go to this. uh, I forget what it was called. I think it was called like Seventh Field or something like that in in Hollywood. In Hollywood, Uh Um, we drive down to L.A. It was me, Bruce, and my brother, and we're like, he's like, yeah, dude, I'll buy. You're 18. I'm gonna get you your first lap dance, and the first lap dance was to that song. Ah, oh, yeah. okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I know what's going on, but like then being you're, seduced by a woman. You're crying and happy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this real life? I'm <laughs> depressed and happy at the same time. You had time. wet yeah. eyes and wet pants at the same time. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much, much crying. <laughs> Pretty much, man. I, I know I had experienced it, but at the same time, I was like, wow, I feel kind of liberated. Like I'm young and it's like really happening. Like, you know, and they totally paid for like. Yeah, service. she really likes me. Yeah, and then she, she takes really your money. Me. But it was funny. I, I really didn't know what I was doing at the time, right? Oh yeah, like at all. Yeah. I was just like, who does? Oh, who oh. Does? So like, I go in there. It's my first lap dance ever. And how soon did I was playing? And like, I'm sitting there in the little back room, and she, you know, gets on you and starts dancing on you, rubbing up against you. And you think you don't know what the proper etiquettes are, and then you just like, yeah, you're like, you, you put your, no. You, I didn't even know that. Hands like, up. I put my hands on her legs because mm. I thought that was like proper. Ready. And she's like, uh, "You need to take your hands off me, please." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, okay." Like, <laughs> right? I, I, th- I think like, it depends <laughs> on the strip club. Yeah, right. But either way, I mean, some I, of them are a little more I, loose. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know the rules at the time, so it was like, Lucy, you know, yeah. exactly. I was young. I didn't know, but yeah. in, either way, yeah, you're it, confused. It was still an experience. He was confused. <laughs> yeah. He still is. I, I still remember her name. <laughs> What is it? Uh, Mindy. It was Miss, it? it was it was Miss Nikki. <laughs> I was expecting something like it was Diamond. Yeah. Storm. Storm. Plural. 
Yeah, who knows? Mercedes. Mercedes. <laughs> Some imaginary. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Porsche. Porsche. Debbie. Debbie. What, Debbie? <laughs> but, you know, like, Debbie Dallas. <laughs> that name has, you know, like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, certain songs bring back certain memories. And oh, yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I can't, I can't, like, disassociate that song with the first time I ever got a lap dance. How could you? Right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just what it is, what it is. Yeah. So... Cool. All right then. <laughs> yeah. like, nice, thanks for telling me that. Uh, that was a nice little tangent. Yeah. I like that. Cool Whoa. story, bro. I mean, it's it's true. Not like your fake shit, <laughs> making shit up along the way. It's one hundred percent real. He said that was one hundred percent authentic. 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 He kept it hundred. Mm-hmm. Trying, trying. But uh, you know, honestly, like um, I think, in all fairness, like time traveling. Yeah, that's one thing. You know time traveling and going to different yeah. places and going but, wherever. But what if you were to, um, I don't know, time travel to um, a different era and try a certain type of food? Oh. Um, what would it be? Shit. Make it well, a little more tricky. Definitely not Europe because fuck that food. Wait, what What's do you have against your head? What is Ooh, you hit a string core here. Okay. Let's hear it. Very bland food. You've been to Europe? No, but I've had wow. certain European you pictures. Call, is that what it is? Call, it shit <laughs> out. call them out. Call them out. So I've had like certain German dishes and they were so bland. That were made, in, made, in, that were made in the US? Yeah. yeah. With American but ingredients? They, but they were traditional like <laughs> the German. Best, the best food I've ever had. And this is where I went. To, we, My friend and I, we... Well, let's be honest. Backpack. Prior to the discovery of the uh, the, the spices in, in, the, in South America and in the New World... What were they really using? That's true. No, what were they Salt? Using? Educate me. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You're what defending you Europe, so you tell me. I guess you said back then, so I guess it's different then. Right? But anyways, the soup. The the best food I've ever had was the soup in fucking uh, Slovakia. What was it called? Uh, chicken noodle soup. That's really good. By Campbell's. <laughs> really fucking good. Yeah, he op- they opened the can, they heated it up. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was chunky, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was the, noodle, the chicken noodle soup with the little O's. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. It's in a different language, but it's still Campbell's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Czechoslovakia, Campbell soup. <laughs> that was good, good, really good food. That's not authentic. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't go travel back for food, you would travel back for history. Like I feel like the food quality has improved now for sure. Like oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to talk trash on Europe and their food. Like I'm sure it's good now, because you know they have spices. But how do you right, know that? True. Because everything now is like has like so many preservatives and other ingredients we don't need. Everything was natural back then. Um, true. So you're getting more of the natural yeah, raw. Everything food. was more organic. That's true. Yeah. Well, chicken and natural without any seasoning doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, what? it doesn't. What are you talking about? It does taste like something. It tastes mm-hmm. like chicken. Nothing good. Wow. Mm. Like beef, Get the it fuck does. Out. But chicken doesn't taste like anything. It's like shrimp. If you know, that doesn't have any seasons or anything. It shrimp like has anything. shrimp has a certain flavor to it because mm. it's it has almost like a briny kind of flavor to it. Like that's fr- what happens when from you get, the sea. You know what I mean? Listen, this guy. That's what happens when you fucking have seasoning and salt and all this shit every real time. You end up like him. You can't even yeah. taste the natural effects of like what food tastes like. Not steak. Well, you, you, steak tastes. What delicious. about beef? Yes, beef does. Oh, beef has a definitely good taste. How if it's not seasoned? Yeah. I don't know. It just does. I don't fucking know. I didn't create steak and. Well, you're making yeah. that claim with shrimp and chicken. Yeah, so. I made that claim with shrimp and chicken, but not beef. What about sardines? I never had sardines. Really? I don't think so. They're okay. I don't like sardines. Not not my cup of tea. Mm. Were they seasoned? 
like season. You know what? You're right. They are season, so I can't really. Yeah. I, cl- I claim that they're, they're canned in season, so no. It's like strong taste. Very strong. Yeah. Very pungent. They're like anchovies, right? Yeah. 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 Anchovies are a lot more saltier, though. Just sure. like uh, anchovy. Is that even a thing on pizza? Is that, or is that just like a joke? Satire shit. No, that actually some people is a do real enjoy anchovies. Really? I worked yeah. at a, I worked at a pizza shop that like they literally had an option put to put uh you know sardines, sardines on it anchovies really? anchovies yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. it's not for everybody that was sure. just the cartoons it's, no it's a real thing mm-hmm. it is a real thing yes especially olives and pizza too it's like what olives and pizza olives anchovies I love I love olives. This guy doesn't. I, I've talked to Kilo. He's like, oh, I hate olives. Oh. They're disgusting. I, I want him I to try. Uh, I want him to try the Casa Vajano olives. No. They're like the best. So good. How do you guys feel about pineapple some... on pizza? Huh? To each their own. Pineapple. See, I'm okay with it. Pineapple. Yeah, I don't care. It's I'm good. fine with it. I like pineapple yeah. on pizza. I don't mind it on a Canadian bacon and pineapple, but on other pizzas, yeah, I do mind it. It's gross. Mm. Warm pineapple mm. going down my throat. It's disgusting. Well, a lot of people like to put up the argument that like fruit doesn't go on pizza. Motherfucker, do you know what p- yeah. fucking tomatoes, tomatoes are? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And we all think it's a fruit. I still think it's a fruit to this day, but it's a, te- te- I mean, a vegetable. It's a fruit. Well, it's a fruit. It's a fruit. Yeah. yeah. It's a fruit. That's crazy. It tastes like a vegetable though. It, it tastes like what a vegetable should be. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's most definitely a fruit. So mm. you're, you're eating dough with fruit paste. Yeah. Now oh imagine like mm. having a 100% vegetarian pizza. No, thank you. Like, what do you mean? Uh, well, vegetarian is still good. I mean, you can still have the sauces and cheese and all that. Right. No, but mm. but but could you live that? Um, could you endure having that for a consecutive amount of time without yeah, like without meat? There's this place, this pizza chain, that has really good vegetarian pizza. Really? Yeah, really good. Okay, so with vegetarian pizza, yeah, you can't get away with with cheese. Now, I'm going to kick it up a notch more. How about vegan pizza? I don't I don't think I can get no. past the cheese. Yeah, I need cheese. Yeah. Is has anyone actually tried vegan cheese? I don't know. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, 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 tell us about it's it. It's delicious. You what just do you, have what do you, to acquire a taste to it for sure. Do you get used to the taste first? At first you, I mean, oh, no doubt. Yeah. But it tastes different at first for sure. Yeah. Like, what, like, what does it taste like compared to? Mm, it tastes a little more sour than what cheese would actually taste Is like. it salty still like cheese? It's salty like cheese, hmm. but it has a little bit more, not a heavy sour taste, but a little bit more of a sour taste because it's made with yeast and you know what's it made out of it's made out of a different combination of oils which canola oil you know palm oil and coconut oil and a mixture of almost three to four different types of oils that would make up a nutritional yeast that would flavor the vegan cheese but it was pretty much all made up out of flour which is gluten Hmm. And a mixture of different flavorings, which included yeast and pre pea protein, but really pea protein. That's crazy. What is, what yeah. is pea protein? Pea protein is pretty much just like green peas grounded mm. up into its simplest form, to where they got where they grab the concentrated form 
of the protein mm -hmm. and they just call it pea protein they, i've seen like pea proteins nowadays or they're getting, becoming popular now right mm -hmm. just like they're super popular one brand is even, called naked pea yeah and even among yeah. bodybuilders people are more going towards the plant-based protein powders and the bcas and the pre-workouts than they are with the whey protein mm. and all those because not only do they provide a high caloric content they provide a bunch of other negative effects that come with eating animal products if that makes sense mm, yeah no yeah. you know what that's just it. like i mean when you go to a slaughterhouse right it's a bunch of cows they're in what sort of state of mind i've never been to a slaughterhouse but go on they're in a traumatic state of mind oh yeah they're shipped right in a semi they're they're bred just to be eaten right oh, so they're totally. treated like yeah. yeah they're shipped cross country yeah. in heat not only in weather conditions but they're dropped off they don't get no food they don't get no water when the truckers break at the west area Ooh. they don't get anything yeah they it's just bullshit. get to sit there that sucks you know? and imagine yourself and i'm not trying to be uh antagonistic vegan mm. but think of yourself in a slaughterhouse just like i don't want to compare it yeah but yeah the jews in the holocaust and auschwitz almost the same thing it's yeah. almost the same thing essentially but yeah with a different being yeah you know what i mean it's right. not a human being attached with a soul because most people which is like, different animals don't it's have disgusting. a conscience exactly a and that's what people think but they do they do have i believe they do they have feelings and everything yeah I believe animals do feel love. I agree. If you ever yeah. had a cat a or dog, a dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have bearded, a personality. A bearded dragon. Anything yeah. like that. If you spend enough time with it, a bird, yeah. a parakeet, and anything. You, you, know what's, you know what's great? I, I'm glad that you came aboard today um, on our podcast to talk about it. Because, you know, I know you mentioned in the, in the past before, but maybe elaborate a little more. Like, you, you, you've... you've I'm not sure if you still live a life of just being vegan or you kind of open up to other possibilities. Um, but it'd be interesting to hear like what it's like to live the life of a, a past vegan or like kind of a semi vegan or um, living a vegetarian life. What What is it like in general? Is it very restrictive? Is it or at least your perspective? on yeah, it? Yeah, your perspective. Well, my perspective on it is it's super restrictive. Mm. You have to pick where you go out to eat if you want to go out to eat right and that's another moral conundrum that you have to make with yourself because you know that on a blacktop grill you think they're gonna cook chicken and tofu on um, vegetables separately no no, no absolutely no. not yeah. of course not so you have to make that moral conundrum and health conundrum because yeah. once you cook vegetables with meat shellfish with vegetables you're mixing cross-contamination, sure. salmonella, any other sort of bacterial disease. You know, salmonella yeah. just comes with chicken, but yeah, right. it comes with a lot of health problems too. You know what I mean? Sure. If it's not cooked properly. Of course. Yeah. But also the cross-contamination point. But that's, all, that's also only if you want to go out to eat. You know, that's just one barrier. The other barrier is going to the supermarket. 
in finding, and finding st- stuff that 100 percent doesn't have meat actually suit you know suits your lifestyle right is it know? easier now with like whole foods and sprouts or mother's market or things oh like for that? sure it's yeah. easier but it's yeah. way more expensive that's true yeah. you know like i can you know i could buy four bags of groceries at stater brothers for 100 bucks yeah or i could go grab couple meals for you know two bucks. grocery bags yeah. at whole foods which no doubt is organic and natural maybe locally certified but it's also costing me a lot more yeah for almost half the amount of food if not more but, but mm-hmm. you're paying for that peace of mind oh for sure for sure and that sustainability factor now remind me again are, are you formally a vegan or are you still like uh kind of doing it but not or are you like having dabbling in a little bit of meat here and there or or are you um recently in the past two months i've been dabbling more into meat and dairy and all that stuff only because i mean i work two jobs yeah 60 hours a week um i feel like i should be able to come home after working 10 or 8 hours mm-hmm. yeah. I still have enough energy to do things around the house like just yeah doing laundry or For sure vacuuming the carpet you know stupid shit do you feel like the transition from like going from a uh, 100% dedicated vegan form of hearing to going to eating uh implementing meat into your lifestyle was it a necessity because of a health reason or was it a choice no i i feel like it was a choice based on how i felt physically Mm. i felt super physically tired really and all the time like it didn't matter whether i went out to shop at you know shop at Sater brothers to get groceries i would come back home and i'd be like fuck tired yeah like i worked all day fatigue right you know Mm. and even when i would go work six to two in my construction job Mm -hmm. come home and then work six to eleven i wouldn't feel that I see. But when I would wake up the next morning at four to go to work. You'd really feel. I would really feel it. I would really feel tired. I would really feel like I don't want to get out of bed. But then that was the mind over matter aspect taking over the physical nutrition part of the body. I felt, you know, that was my mind telling me you got to get up and you got to go to work. Yeah. No matter what your body tells you. Yeah. You got to go to work. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have dark circles under your eyes. That's, yeah. You know, that's a nutritional so, so, value based on how you want to live your lifestyle. So there's only like so many nutrients that you can get from living a vegan lifestyle where you kind of need the extra protein to be able to uh, operate correctly, mm-hmm. like your body, right? Um, that's I'll, always been my view too. Like, I don't feel like the vegan diet is very sustainable. Well, there's another thing too is... I wasn't following a vegan diet very strictly to where I was taking the right supplements, mm-hmm. the right multivitamins. I was getting the right iron. Oh. I was getting the right amount of protein. I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. No, no. It's okay. I don't go yeah. to the doctor. Yeah. Know? That's on me. But but you've lived a pretty healthy lifestyle I've in lived general. a pretty healthy yeah. lifestyle ever since I was 18. I've tried to. Yeah. Whether, you know, and that's just being a whole foods plant-based diet. Yeah. Not that I buy everything from Whole Foods, but everything comes from a plant, an animal, something from the grass, something organic, something that's not artificially grown in a lab, 
something that's made for you. Sure. Like a banana, an apple, a peach, mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. That's a whole food. As, as long as it's organic too, right? Without any pesticides, exactly. all that kind of stuff, right? Not, what did you say? Like a lot of the vegan stuff is organic. I mean, uh, chemically. A lot of it is like right? if you were to shop at like Beyond Meat or whatever. And whole like that, foods, yeah. you know, and Beyond Meat. That's another thing is people think Beyond Meat and Impossible Meat is so good for you. But not, yeah. I used to only eat Beyond Meat and Impossible Meat only because I missed the taste mm-hmm. of old meat. Hamburger. Yeah. Everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like when you grew up as a kid, you started out um, eating meat, but then you transitioned to not eating meat and then you went back to eating meat because uh, whatever lifestyles we have, we choose to do, um, at some point you felt like your body was lacking the nutrients it needed, um, not having enough uh, protein from meat, right? Like the, the, the uh, proteins that we get to, that sustain our body from, like, say, uh, legumes right mm-hmm. um beans any kind of black beans uh Nuts. Beans. lentils lentils mm-hmm. um they have a high volume of protein um there's only so much protein you can get from vegetables right so in your opinion do you think it's n- not nearly enough to sustain uh your body to be able to operate or you feel like meat is an essential um source of food that, that all human beings should be able to uh, be able that they can be able to function on 100% versus like someone who continues a vegan diet and they're they they feel like they still are sustainable to be able to live a normal lifestyle um just having uh vegetables and fruit and stuff like that in my personal experience yeah when i was 21 mm-hmm. i decided that i wanted to be vegan by the time i was 22 and that was like in March. So, so what made you decide to be vegan? Well, one of the ultimate factors was not only did before I was vegan, I always ate organic. Okay. Whether it was chicken, whether it was broccoli, whether it was a fucking bag of pecans, hmm. anything it was, always vegan. Or, I mean, always organic. organic mm-hmm. Sorry. Organic. But I didn't like anything from a grocery store that wasn't organic. The conventional grocery stores. Exactly. So in my mind, and yes, at the time, I got a girlfriend, and she kind of spun me in this direction that I was kind of already going, though. Mm. You know, in the same direction. Like motivated you, like inspired, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I was already cutting off red meat, pork, you know, fish. I don't eat much red meat myself. I I eat fish and, and chicken, but like that's the most protein I get in my diets. And even... To this day, now that I'm not vegan, I still eat. These are the three main things I eat. Yes. Fish, whether it be tilapia or salmon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chicken. Those are healthy for sure. Chicken Mm. or beef, all natural. Uh Whether it be 90% or 80%. It don't really matter as long as you're cooking it up yeah, absolutely the fat renders oh, you know dude I mean? i'm telling you i can make some good recipes with those things mm. and not that i'm saying that that stuff isn't bad because that's the best stuff you can get to be honest On the unless market. unless you go to your own farm maybe sure. up in fresno bakersfield get your own shit but who has the time for that <laughs> i don't None think of us anybody does but it'd be cool None to have do. our own farm yeah. like and grow everything also it'd be super expensive right absolutely oh, yeah. exactly Absolutely. But 
here's another thing. Eating vegan really cut my weight down. Mm-hmm. By how much? In a way. Now, before I went vegan, I was just like everyone else. Drinking micheladas, <laughs> eating yeah. shrimp cocktails, tacos, ceviches, tostadas, oh, yeah. carne asada, mm-hmm. you know, tacos de pollo. I would eat that stuff all the time. But it sounds like a party. <laughs> oh, it was. It sounds like sure. a great Delicious. time to me. And it was a party on the toilet, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Add a little spice to that. But that, anyway, that Mexican diet for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Wreaks some havoc on your stomach. And it's great because everything's fried in frat. Everything's fried in oil. Mm-hmm. Everything is made by your abuela. So it's made with love. Mm-hmm. But Mm-mm-mm. it fucks you up in the long run. Oh, totally. And that's why most Mexicans, every one of you, mm-hmm. including me, yeah. has some sort of high, genetic... High blood pressure, high cholesterol. High blood pressure, oh, gout, yes. high cholesterol, oh, yeah. anything. Genetic yeah. deficiency. And that's exactly... Yeah, a lot of cheese what, in the diet, yeah what our culture is because of the the food that we are brought up on exactly and 100% the food that we think is healthy right what do you think is healthy uh what do I think is healthy Mm -hmm. a lot of organic food steamed rice salmon uh, what would your healthy organic 100% meal that you would eat 100% of the time all the time because you know it's good for your body uh, I would say like ground chicken, ground chicken with vegetables and like organic steamed rice. Okay. So, or salmon, like oven baked. That to me, that's sort of like my two ultimate meals. Now, do you care if your meat is farm raised or wild? Uh, I try to go for the natural. Like Why is a, that? Uh, it's just better the way it raised, what the way the chickens eat, what they feed the chickens or so forth. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, do you eat eggs? Uh, yeah, I eat eggs a couple times a week. Do you know what eggs are? Yeah. Technically. Scientifically. Oh, you know little what they chickens. Are. Yeah, fucking little chickens. Mm, not uh, necessarily. They're, they're not fertilized, so no, no. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what... What, what am I being? What happens? <laughs> it's just what what it's essentially all the nutrients that we're going what? to feed the baby chick if it was uh, fertilized. I would say like it's a ta- female. I wouldn't say it's attacked. We're just I know, I know. I'm just yeah. fucking with you. Oh. It's like a female, right? What is it that uh, comes out of the butt? What is it called? Cloaca. Cloaca. You know about the cloaca, cloaca a lot, don't you? Some clo- I, just, I just know the word. I'm sorry. He has his fetish with uh, cloacas. It's not Chicken a butts. fetish. We had this on an episode like a little, little while ago. He did have this fetish. Yeah. He had all this knowledge of like the chicken butthole and like what it does and i'm like hmm did hmm. you ever do anything with the cloaca no. <laughs> no they just have one hole that's it tell yeah, us about it yeah you were a giblets guy huh? <laughs> <laughs> no you know what i actually like is the chicken hearts those mm-hmm. are good those are like delicious that. he's yeah. like i really love those chicken nuggets tell me all about them <laughs> there's no. like one percent chicken and chicken nuggets oh yeah 90 percent skin yeah of other animals fucking process <laughs> shit yeah fillers oh yeah but that's another thing. What's that? Is what our government teaches us. Or what thing. they don't the teach whole, us. What the, they yeah. teach you is healthy. What do they think is healthy? What do all of you guys think is healthy? Uh, that's Starting an open with question. you, Mike. What do you think is healthy? Uh, you mean what we were taught or what we know now? Uh, in what you were taught. As a kid, just say you were 16 years old and you had to make a healthy meal for your family. 
What were you going to make? Um, with the knowledge I know when I was 16 back then mm -hmm. without internet, I would say that eating just veggies, not even determining that there was, it was uh, coated with pesticides or washing it thoroughly or eating organic. Organic was not really pushed back in those days. No, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even a thing, really. It really well, wasn't a thing. And no, that's another right? thing, too. We didn't really have knowledge. Growing up in your guys' generation mm -hmm. oh, yeah. is different. Totally. Yeah, sure. And even before your guys' generation, the baby boomers, they actually had real fucking food oh yeah not food grown in a fucking lab right. seeds grown in a fucking lab for sure to where they take the seeds from the lab mm -hmm. and they put it into sustainable food for into sure. the ground in fresno and bakersfield mm -hmm. where we all live and it's owned by who the monsanto company who owns mostly all the major food brands in the u.s all right you brought a new one to me so the monsanto company i'm not sure what that is yeah, um look that up. i'm gonna uh, look it up right now i know they're they're labeled as this evil huge, evil corporation yes. yeah yeah oh yeah they do a lot of genetic <clears throat> testing yeah. i used yeah. i used to stay with my friend in porterville which is close it's visalia area central so that's california. like yeah that's like so that's like yeah, farming central, central california. right yeah a lot of farms out there but hella so farms me and this guy we worked for the health food industry distributor for seven eight years something like that and i've never heard i came across that that monsanto, uh, it was a thing where they were being sued i think right yeah monsanto too was also very low-key which they wanted <clears throat> to be they wanted to be crafts you know so it says here the, the monsanto company was an american our agro chemical and agricultural biotechnology corporation founded in 1901 and headquartered in creve Coer, Coer, missouri monsanto's best known product is roundup mm -hmm. a glyso uh, a glyphiso gly glyphosate glyphosate based herbicide developed in the 1970s which they spray on every single Everything, crop every single even vegetable. organic damn yeah and that's, that's every that's really plant grown in central california and beyond you know you taught me something new all today, we know man. and how did you f discover this just by research or you just like well living the vegan lifestyle when i was young and i was interested in this vegan lifestyle i had a really good friend named jc and he kind of really showed me the ropes and he lived in porterville and he showed me the actual farms where you would drive through and you could see these planes coming down and crop dusting and the crop dust just wouldn't stay for a minute or two yeah it would linger not only over the crops over the houses, uh -huh. over the commercial buildings, over the fucking atmosphere. Yeah. Those are not pesticides that are healthy for humans to breathe, drink, because eventually anything that falls into the air will fall into the water. Any fresh water. And, the, you know? and they spray for longevity, for sh uh, extra shelf life, yeah. you know, all that. And not yeah. only do they spray... But they have these GMO seeds that are genetically modified organisms. And you can look anywhere in your grocery store and find non-GMO stuff. You want to know why? Tell me. Because people want fruit and vegetables that aren't sprayed with a population 
controlled pesticide. It takes away from the nutritional value of an apple, but it, of <clears throat> a ear of corn, yeah, of a piece of broccoli, anything like that. Right. And no matter if it's fresh or if you want to put it in your freezer and freeze it. That that's crazy because there's certain levels of like what the public can really understand and absorb as far as the information we get on what's good for us and what's not. And a lot of sustainable items that are um, organic and not bioengineered are predominantly more expensive than the stuff we can buy conveniently. No doubt. In, in and there's a reason for that. Exactly. Because I mean, I'm, this is, I know this is kind of like off the topic, but conspiracy theories, I feel that the government plans to make us sick on purpose just so we can keep buying, um, you know, big pharma, pharmaceutical drugs to sustain our health, um, uh, for, no for the things that are continuing to make us sick every day. That's just my theory. I don't know if there's anything behind it. I don't know if you have any take on that, uh, Frankie, but I feel like the chemicals, like if you think of all the stuff that is in food today, really, if you cook at home and you make everything from scratch, literally every, everything is made from like four to five ingredients and that's it. But you look at something like in the store, you look at a tortilla that's genetically modified and there's like 15, 20 ingredients just to make a tortilla. When like literally it's all just like masa, water, is, yeah, simple, very simple, but we pay for convenience and there's a price on that as well. Yeah. And let me tell you too, is those tortillas that you're buying, those Romero's, those Guerrero's, those small town brands that you're buying hundred tortillas for two bucks you're not get you're getting the same corn that's put in your gas you know what i mean it's ethanol oh yeah yeah it's stuff that's mass produced from a gmo seed that's sprayed with pesticides that's not organic even if it is organic there's a certain amount of pesticides that they're allowed along with food, food coloring that coincides with that right exactly but you know what's crazy like to add on to that i love tortillas Tortillas. Who doesn't? Right? Love tortillas, right? Mm -hmm. But you mentioned Guerrero. 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 Uh, Romero, mm -hmm. right? Uh, what, what are the major tortilla brands that are out there right now? Like maybe some random ones, but those are the main ones I can think of, right? Now, I thought, you know what? Instead of buying those commercial ones that are sitting on the shelf for months on end, right? Until it goes into the store distribute and then i'm the sucker that buys it and then warms it up and then eats it right and most people think okay it's better than buying the artificial pre-made uh tostada shells that are already pre-made for you that they're like it's fresh if it's got that mist on it grab it right <laughs> right and i can still fry it and be like oh this is fresh right yeah so looking at all the ingredients that make up the tortilla right you're thinking okay i'm not buying the artificial like pre-made tostadas that a lot of people buy for convenience because they don't want to take the time to fry it themselves and mm -hmm. oil and all that stuff now with that said if you look at the tortilla that like i've been recently buying my tortillas from cardenas right and they make their stuff homemade fresh there but if you actually look at the ingredients that they actually put to make those tortillas there the even, products are shit even 
those right. have even those have like 15 ingredients just to make that tortilla. Right. And a lot of it has natural flavors and preservatives, artificial preservatives to give you fresh from their from their kitchen. So my next step is to try to make tortillas fresh on my own. Like I what is it? What does it require? Only masa, masa. which comes from the corn, right? But does that mean that the masa that I'm buying, wherever I buy it from, I have to go even further and get corn oh, uh, for sure. process it myself. Yeah. Grind it yourself and all because that. Because a lot of work, right? That's your natural resource in a sense. Yes. Is right. the corn. But that means You're I You're only to, as good as your natural resource. But I have to get the corn itself that's organic from what? Is it yellow corn? Is it white corn? Or it, it depends. I think either or whatever you prefer. Yellow corn and white corn are just two different strains of corn. Because the corn that I buy in the store, right? I I traditionally just like, I get it, I boil it or I grill it and then I just eat it, right? But the corn that we use for masa, right? That has to be dried out traditionally, right? And then it has to be grounded up. Because you know how- I you don't know why you look at me. I never fucking made tortillas in my no, life. No, no, no. But you, you, <laughs> well, it has you, to be mixed. And then in- after it's mixed, it has to sit almost, mom, well, in my experience. Well, I figure like traditionally, the reason I'm looking at you, Frankie, is because like traditionally you've had a lot of Mexican food. So you, you might know a little more of like where um, where the masa actually comes from itself. Like in the form of like, I've never done it before. And I've always been curious. Um, you know, when you go to like the stores and you see like the dried um, uh, corn for like just decoration in your house. Mm-hmm. But that technically is edible, but they probably spray something so it doesn't like contaminate or whatever, and then it's non-edible. But when they literally dry out corn overall, and it becomes like a hard corn husk with all the all the corn on it itself, they then take that corn, I, I believe, and they ground that up into um, a paste, and that's how masa is made. I could be totally wrong. I haven't made it myself. But either way, like just taking the corn with whatever yeast you have to buy natural yeast and then put it together with water and then make the tea there corn should only consist of three ingredients i think i think i now I'm not sure what's your threshold though when it comes to eating healthy food i mean I, honestly I, I i i screw up a lot when it comes to like you know having self-indulgences i mean like even drinking alcohol now on this podcast like obviously that's not good for us you know, but we still do it to have enjoy life. That's different, though. That's more of a party favor to enrich life. I'm talking about your everyday life. Mm. In what aspect? Like what food? Like anything in general? Anything in general. Do you, do you opt for the more organic, or do you opt for the great value price? I, I will. I will be honest, and if I can afford it in my budget, I would try to go as organic as possible. So, if the organic can of corn costs one nineteen. But the great value corn costs fifty nine cents. I, I will buy the organic. But when it comes to like chicken and fish and steak and all this stuff like grass fed, there's only so much. Depending on who I buy it from, if I go to like a what is it called on Berkshire Farms, they're no. super like the one of the most top chains of uh, organic foods, expensive rate right, for rich people. They cater to rich people, right? I can't buy a piece of steak that's organic from them compared to like Sprouts, where it's like ten dollars cheaper. I think at some point they cater to the audience because you're paying for the atmosphere of where you shop. I don't really believe that the steak there is any different from the steak at Sprouts or the steak at Stater Brothers. I think it just caters to the degree of like how you shop as a person in a persona. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because yeah. uh, 
bring you a little bit up, Frankie. He he does. Do you still do store resets or you? Uh, I never did resets. I... But you you do um, you do uh, you work in an industry where you have to provide for these type of companies that um, that take in health foods and stuff like that. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I forget what yeah. what uh, you work with uh, supplements right. or whatnot, but um, you know. I think at the end of the day, like if you're still getting the same source for a cheaper price, you really have to know where you're getting the source from. All right. Anybody can claim organic on anything, right? Or anybody can claim vegetarian or gluten-free or whatever like that. But price point wise, if you're going to get the same result with the same ingredients, but you're just shopping at a different facility like Rouse versus, versus Staters, I'm going to give very, very basic here. You're going to get the same item exactly but you're going to be right. paying more for just the label where you shop the label right? literally that's not always necessarily true and it always comes down to the person making the choice you can either choose to spend eight dollars and 98 cents for a 16 ounce t-bone steak mm-hmm. manager special you don't know where the fuck it came from <laughs> or you can choose to get the $20 steak from Harris Ranch, which is certified organic. They went through extra steps to get it certified. You know, because I know, I've been to Harris Ranch. They're all free range. I, all I, yeah, they make burgers yeah, primarily, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a steakhouse. You can go there. Yeah. But Delicious, by the way. Delicious burgers. Delicious. I've, I've had it's, them before. Thick burgers, delicious. There's a quality and taste. And that's always where I settled. Yeah. Especially when it came even to vegan food. I would spend $500 on a Valentine's Day event at a vegan restaurant. But really? the food yeah. was fucking top tier. You know what I mean? I'd be interested in trying one. Like, you know, it's if, fucking top tier. If, it, if it's, it's for how many people though? 500 for, for two. Two people? Two people? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. 250? Yeah. You know, it was, you know, it's that's, an that's... exquisite restaurant. It's crossroads you must have been on a date. melrose you had Avenue, to be on, you had to be on a date right downtown trying to impress downtown some lady hollywood trying to impress some vegan but the food was great there's art and literally everything and that's what i love wow. there's art and music and especially there's art and fucking food so you're actually paying for the atmosphere the music the art and the food the exoticness in the food the just like you experience. can go to hell's kitchen and you can get anything you know maybe it'd be beef sirloin but they'll prepare it in a way that you've never fucking had it and it'll be one of the best experiences of your life only because someone knows how to prepare it because they've either been born and raised that way or they've gained the knowledge to prepare something in an exquisite professional way that you have never ever ever experienced experienced and you know what i would that is worth all the money in the world I to would, me. No, to me. you know what? I'm going to add on to that. I would totally, once in a lifetime, like what have I got to lose, right? So I would love to try something like that. And if it tastes, because you know I'm a chef. You know I love cooking. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if I can try something like that to that nature, then I will definitely pay the money to do it. Now, just like say, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, Mona Lisa, right? One of the greatest paintings on earth right everyone can Uh understand that but it's very bland right everyone can look at it and be like oh you know it's cool but it's unique but everyone has their own spin on everything someone thinks it's great 
And that's the most, to me, the beautiful thing about art, whether it be oh, yeah. music, yeah. whether it be art, whether it be paintings on the wall, whether it be a fucking TV show. Anybody can think Napoleon Dynamite is the greatest movie on earth. But it's all subjective. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Just like beauty. Absolutely. Anyone can think, you right. know, Kate Upton is the hottest chick on earth, but in actuality, who knows? Yeah. Because beauty is subjective. Right. Absolutely. And I, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, you know, I think, you know, this whole time, uh, I think Lewis has been quiet because he's not really like a, a, a vegetarian. I know he's just so silent. Like <laughs> I don't, I, I'm just taking it all in. He's like, uh, a, he's a meat guy, right? So it's hard for him to digest like paying $250 for a meal for two people. Well, $500. He just spent uh, 500 bucks on a two, uh, hotel right, room. Right. So, and, and Lewis, Lewis was toning in, but I, he was totally quiet the whole time, right? So... Well, I, I, like I said, I was just listening and kind of trying to take it all in. But um, would you pay so, that much? Well, like, like here's the thing: my my fiance, um, when I first met her, she was a vegetarian. And okay. How so strict. Pretty strict. Um, she st- just stuck to the vegetarian diet, which is, I guess, when you're vegetarian, you can still have uh, eggs and cheese. Um, so that was fine. But she wasn't vegan, though. She was vegetarian. No, she was not vegan. She, and did you follow along with her? Um, I did try it. Um, hundred percent effort. I tried. You know, okay. I I did. Um, uh, absolutely go a week without consuming any meat or dairy product. Um, well, I can't really consume dairy product as it is because I have lactose. And, I'm lactose intolerant. Um, so that kind of benefited me. Um, you fart a lot with cheese, right? Oh, for sure. Like. Look, just because <laughs> just because I'm lactose intolerant doesn't mean I'm not gonna eat cheese or, or drink oh, yeah. milk. I'm still gonna do it. You're just gonna tolerate it later. It, it's <laughs> yeah. just my stomach is gonna really. You, you be plan upset. it. You plan it out. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, if yeah. I'm gonna eat this, I'll make sure no one's around. My lady's not around. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I've I'll told her on speed dial. <laughs> I've told her that too. When we, she wanted to go have ice cream. I'm like, okay, but just keep in mind, I'm gonna. Yeah, well, we have to be home in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now let, uh, I gotta go, babe. Uh, let me bullshit all you guys for one second. Yeah, intrigue us. Do you, as a human, think that you should be drinking cow's milk from a fucking titty? Um. You know what? I never thought of it until it was brought up in a video that I saw. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We really do drink milk from Frank, another animal. weird. Like what? No, no, exactly. no, no, no. It's weird I, I that we're taking. I think it's good insight, though. I, I, oh yeah, no, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I've, I thought about this too. The biggest problem I have with it is it's an insemination against the cow's will of getting them pregnant, making them making them produce the milk. Taking the calf away from them, using the calf for veal. That That's is horrible. super yeah. fucking horrible. Are fucking That's horrible. Worst, yeah. You know, and I'm not Jewish, but that to me is a holocaust of animals that always goes on no matter what, whether it be a being with a thought or a being that doesn't have a thought at all. It's still violent. 100%. You still transfer trauma from the brain to the meat, to the blood, to the skin. But over, over technology. Everything 
has a price. Every, but nowadays, like I know back in the day, their approach to like, what is it called? Um, Play, what? No, when you when you put down an animal, but in a humane oh, way. Uh, um, oh, a humane slaughter. <laughs> yeah, humane slaughter, right? Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. believe it. Yeah, so, like, are you going to kill? Euthanizing? It's still murder. You, you euthanize it, however you call it, right? Yeah. Um, Let me ask you something. How are you going to kill me humanely? Just picture me as a cow. That's yeah, yeah that's, I know. I moo. Um, I, <laughs> I, I would just I would say yeah, I know. a bullet to the head is the most humane way, yeah, but it's you, still you very fucking violent, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, of course. Even in the no country for old men, I'm sure exactly. I was just that, thinking that sh- that, that fucking air thing. pocket that's a very humane way to do things, but it's still very violent and it's very traumatic for everything, everyone involved. And just think for one minute, if you eat that meat that has been traumatized, don't you think that that energy in one way or another can transfer from you or from a dead cow or a dead pig, dead dog, dead cat, whatever. It can transfer from whatever you eat to you and it can make you feel a certain way. No matter whether it's organic, whether it's natural, whether it's from fucking Winco or a manager special at Stater Brothers. Yeah. There's all different types of meat and they're all raised in a different sort of way, but they're all slaughtered in the same fucking way. And the they energy all, they get transferred. And they all <clears throat> experience the same slaughterhouse feeling of but- trauma slaughter losing their kids whatever you think it may be it doesn't matter to you because you don't feel it but imagine yeah i know it's stupid imagine if you were a cow yeah super stupid but it's fucked up right you're a you're a sentient being so going on here going from a a previous a previous or past vegan a vegetarian to now formally eating meat how how is your perspective on it now are you a little more accepting or what's that ideology behind it yeah well that's another thing is i feel like Mm. i wasn't living the idealistic vegan lifestyle i was eating a lot of potatoes eating a lot of fried stuff oreos eating a lot of oreos (laughs) you know Fake vegan stuff, you know, shit that sure. was accidentally yeah. vegan, not stuff that was made vegan because yeah. it's healthy, but stuff that was accidentally vegan because it's artificially flavored and it's made with a bunch of fucking palm oils and all this other stuff that eventually will affect your mind because it affects your taste. What affects your taste? It's a sense. What affects your senses? Temptations. What, it whether you- it be your dick, whether it be your tongue, whether it be anything. Those are temptations, and they all tempt you, whether they be good or bad. You know, I, I like your insight on this. I think, honestly, like, we definitely have to create a round two on this whole, like, vegan aspect, because I know that, like, you have so much to say, and there's just so much time to go over so many uh, elements of the lifestyle that um, a, a, a vegetarian or vegan can have. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're sharing all this, because you've given me so much insight on what it's like, especially all our listeners listening in, if you've tuned in this far. Our seven listeners. Our seven listeners. Thank you. They're here. Um, <laughs> oh, that, eight with Caleb. That, uh, you know, it, it gives us some pointers on like, if you choose that lifestyle, um, 
you can really um uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it uh, what i'm hearing is like either do it all the way or no don't doubt. do it or don't do it at all right exactly. because it's, it's a choice do it, do it in if a you healthy go way vegan right. go 100 vegan yeah don't there's no shortcuts right and make sure you get your right amount of supplements mm -hmm. because at the end of the day that's all that matters it's at the end of the day you're right essential vitamins and your minerals that's all that really matters that's all that matters that's yeah all that really matters i agree yeah even in the end of the day that's crazy cool well i've i've thank you for sharing i've gotten so much more insight on uh what it's like to be a vegan you know it, it's interesting to know that like we started on um uh, all sorts of various topics and like this one kind of stuck out the most in general and i'm, I'm really happy that I, I asked you about it and you were able to share that with um uh, with everybody that's listening right now and it's just information that i have previously gone through because i've gone through the trials and errors of quitting red meat yeah. you know doing it slow yeah and all this that requires a lot of discipline though because when i stopped eating meat for that one week it was just like uh, it was painful for excruciating me. Uh, yeah i was so tempted uh, you know it's it's it, there comes a point where meat feels almost like a drug like i need my fix you know um mm -hmm. but uh we've all been there yeah you know i, I at least did it for a week and I kind of feel like the the people who go through the vegan diet or even the vegetarian diet, like that requires a lot of discipline. Oh yeah, and trust me, there are real vegans, real fucking earthlings, militant yeah. vegans, raw motherfuckers yeah. that are out there eating stuff that they planted from their own seeds that they harvested. Yeah, from Gr stuff you know that came out of their soil, ground to a table. Exactly. Yeah. You know stuff like that. Yeah, and. That's just way too off the grid for me. No, I have I have one last question for you before we uh, kick it off here. Like, would you ever go back to that lifestyle or fathom it maybe down the road and try it again? Or is it like now that you've uh, implemented certain elements of types of food, um, it's kind of hard to go back now? Or are you... Um, are you open to maybe trying it again down the road? Or is it like now it's meat and fish from here on out or chicken i'm not sure like i would definitely go back to being vegan but only in a sense where i had a nutritionist and someone to guide you like is making yeah. my meals to where i am getting the right nutritional value because mm. even bodybuilders don't get the right nutritional value and yeah. even being vegan you could live a great lifestyle yeah so at and the end of the day if you're not properly educated you can really damage yourself in the long run that's the yeah. real thing is being properly educated yeah especially with your yeah. own body and health yeah with that's any, the biggest thing with anything it doesn't matter if it's vegan or if it's like being a bodybuilder even like eating like our general lifestyles in general a little bit <laughs> a little bit of of uh, something or too much of something is you know it can really be damaging so thank you for sharing man and okay. sharing. I think this has been a uh, very educational. It turned out to be a very educational episode, and um, definitely did. And no, whether it be your cheese or your oatmeal or your milk or your heavy cream, mm. try to spend the extra dollar, the extra fifty cents, to buy organic. Just because not only are the animals treated. It's a little bit fairly. A little bit, a little bit but better. But they're treated 
better in a way that is acceptable in our society to where it makes them okay to be slaughtered. They get petted three times a day instead of once. Exactly. You you get your pet before you slaughter. And, you you know, it's messed up. But that's just the way our world spins. That's the way it is. Yeah. This has been informative, and I feel like we could do a follow-up episode at some point. Absolutely. At some point in time, for sure. But uh, thank you for sharing, man. And uh, on that note, I... uh, I say, guys, if you love meat, keep eating it. If you love a vegetarian lifestyle, keep eating it. Um, do what makes you happy. But at the same time, note, uh, know that um, you know what's good for you and what's not. I don't know. That's up to you. And here's another post-show moment is if you're a vegan and you're eating soy, fuck that bullshit of, you don't want oh, you're a soy boy. Fuck that. <laughs> soy boy? What does that mean? Fuck you. That's a I'll thing? eat soy if I fucking want. The thing is, soy contains estrogen, okay? Right. A plant contains estrogen, which is a female hormone. You get man boobies from it. Maybe, but that's not scientifically proven. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could take dim Off for the that. record, yes, maybe I feel like record. I got boobs, you know, <laughs> because I ate a lot of tofu. I've never but seen them, so I know. To be honest, I was a lazy motherfucker. I still am. I don't like to work out. I think that when I go to work, that is my workout. And at the end of the day, I don't want to work out. So if I get paid at my job to work out, yeah. I'm not going to go after my job and work out. I think that's, you know, I've done enough for the day. It's a two for one. Exactly. I think it is. Yep. Two for. Two for. And on that note, I say, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, man. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to... Uh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Anyways, um, we're out of here. And um, yeah, over and out. Well, and here's another unedited cut right here. Okay, go for Bonus. it. Bonus. Every time that you get shellfish, crab, lobster, anything from the sea. The final what tip. You, what do you guys think it's pulled up with if it's wild caught? A net? <laughs> uh, okay, well, yes. A net is pulled in. up with crab and lobster, but what else? Trash. Trash. They're pulled up with trash. Crabs covered in motor oil. Shrimp. All the not bottom. Ev- not the, even pink. They're all black. the bottom sewage of the sea yeah, migrated with it, right? Not only, and here's another environmentalist part of me that you don't have to keep in this podcast, but... <laughs> no, it's good. You print, so you many fucking governments of the world beautiful countries just throw their shit into the ocean and think it's fine why i don't know because they think it's fucking deep that's wild but our government our society our mankind doesn't know anything about what's under our ocean we know more about what's up in the sky and in space than what's in our own fucking earth down to the core. Reality check. Yeah. Right? It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't think we have the technology true. to even explore, right? Well, All the way down. How do you have I, the yeah, it how do you have the technology to send something out into fucking space, but not send something down into the deep blue sea? I think we're gonna have to I think ask. there was an attempt not that long ago where it imploded. Well <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll have to ask Elon Musk on <laughs> well, our next episode. With a little yeah. fucking remote controller, <laughs> video controller. <laughs> That's a little comedy mixed with the uh, humor. Yeah. Absolutely. And on that note, we're out of here. Yep. Anyways. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in with us. Hope you've enjoyed our conversation as much as we enjoyed talking about it. And be sure to check out our Instagram page, Much About Something Podcast, and follow us. That way you can stay up to date on all our new upcoming episodes. Hope to have you guys with us again on our next episode. And with that said, this is Mike. And this is Lewis. And this is Much About Something. Something.